Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, after a week of Super Snacks for Super Bowl, I have to tell you it is somewhat disappointing not being able to have a plethora of quality meat products front and center here at Humidor 1A Command Center Alpha. However, we hope that your Super Bowl party was filled with ample amounts of quality animal products, quality snackage, and of course, quality rackage as well. I will get to my comments about the game. Not happy at the end. As you know, this Buffalo Bills fan will root against New England every single time. And if you follow me on Twitter, you know exactly how I felt. There was no room for any ambiguity. I made it very clear how perturbed I was. Long-ass greetings and salutations. A long-ass snappy salute. Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure. America's alpha male front and center. 877-DAVE-007. 877-328-3007. Email address cigardave at cigardave.com. And be sure you download the Cigar Dave mobile app because we make it very easy to communicate with me. Not only can you hear the show live and hear a replay throughout the course of the week, we also have all of our archive podcasts on there as well. A great app. And starting this week, it will be a version 5.0 of the Cigar Dave mobile app will be released Not to everyone at once. We're going to be releasing it in stages over the next four or five weeks or so. But you will see some very dramatic changes, including the ability to watch some of our videos and a number of other items that we have been working on for the Cigar Dave mobile app. So you can listen to us anytime, anywhere, any place, whether you're in Australia, you're in England, you are in the Dominican Republic, the United States, you are in, well, the North Pole, I don't know. If they don't have internet access, that could be a little tough. Anywhere there's internet access around the world, you certainly can hear us via the Cigar Dave mobile app. Okay, let's, uh, I, I got a ton of things I want to get to today, including some information, some news about the FDA commissioner resigning several days ago. I want to touch on the Brian Williams, the uh, uh conflation of events that took place when he was in the Middle East. But first, I must talk about last week's Super Bowl. Super Bowl 49. 
The Seattle Seahawks driving with less than a minute to go. About 35 seconds. Second and goal from the one-yard line. You got the best running back in the National Football League, Marshawn Lynch. And this guy knows how to hit and run. So not only can he hit a person if he's driving his car like he did in Buffalo. However, if he hits a defender, he's going to hit him and he's going to keep running. So on second down, what does Pete Carroll and Daryl Bavell, the offensive coordinator, like every damn coach in college or the National Football League, they get too damn cute. They outsmart themselves. They come up with a pass play that ends up in an interception and New England winning a game that they absolutely should not have won. Not when the Seattle Seahawks are at the one-yard line. What are you thinking, Pete Carroll? And then I don't know if you heard his explanation at the end. He was rambling. He was all over the place. By the way, Daryl Bavell, I want to congratulate you. You will never, after that call, ever, ever get a head coaching job in the National Football League. What a dumb-ass play. But congratulations go to Daryl Bavell. He is now officially enshrined forever in the Dumbass Hall of Fame. And Pete Carroll should be there as well. And I like Pete Carroll as a coach. However, so ridiculous. Here's what I would have done. On second down, if you really wanted to pass and say, look, we want to save that timeout so maybe we run on third down then maybe on fourth down if we don't make it in. Well, here's what I do. You got Marshawn Lynch. You know that if you put him in the backfield, that the New England Patriots are going to key on him, knowing that he's probably going to get the ball at the one-yard line on second and goal. So what I do is a little bit of play action. Russell Wilson, play action fake to Marshawn. Marshawn goes straight. Russell Wilson takes the ball. One of the tight ends releases to the back of the end zone. Bam! You have your six points, and you win Super Bowl 49. If the pass goes incomplete, now you can run it again on third down. Or you can run on third down, and you still have a timeout. So if Lynch is stopped, bam, you have the timeout, and you have one final play. But as far as I'm concerned, they outsmarted themselves. They got too cute. These football coaches, whether it's college National Football League, they get too cute. It's like when you hear some of the terminology for these plays. You know, they get playbooks that are 600 pages long. Here's the only play that, as far as I'm concerned, there are two plays that matter. Fiddler on the roof and get the ball in the damn end zone. Don't get cute. Geez, I'm shocked that Pete Carroll didn't try to run a reverse on that play and lose 15 yards. So clearly, I was a little bit on the perturbed side. And here's what else got me a little bit perturbed. As I was watching some of the commercials, and I thought that uh, some of the commercials were okay, not great. I thought the Nationwide commercial was extreme. I didn't quite get that. They got a lot of bad press on that one. But the one that stood out to me was the Run Like a Girl ad, in which they had, and I've got the audio that we'll play, in which they had uh, 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 different boys and girl asking and girls 
asking them to run like a girl. In fact, why don't I just play it, and I will kind of give some play-by-play along since we don't have the video because we are on radio. Hi, Aaron. Show me what it looks like to run like a girl. My hair. Now, at that point, they have a girl who's running a little bit kind of weird. So she's running like a girl which is something that boys have been saying for a long time, even coaches to their football players. Stop running like a girl. We've all said it. No big deal. But, of course, now they're going to make a big deal out of it. Show me what it looks like to fight like a girl. (laughs) Now throw. And that was a guy running, you know, kind of like a girl, a little weirdly, a little awkwardly. Like a girl. Aww. So do you think you just insulted your sister? No. I mean, yeah, insulted girls, but not my sister. Okay, so this is a kid that now is running a little bit funny, running like a girl, and then they ask, well, are you are you insulting your sister? No, I'm just insulting girls. Again, something that's so innocuous that's been done on playgrounds for probably hundreds of years. My name is Dakota, and I'm 10 years old. Show me what it looks like to run like a girl. Now she's running like a man, you know, running normally. Throw like a girl. Again, throwing like a man. Normally. What does it mean to you when I say run like a girl? It means run fast as you can. Here's what that run like a girl ad means to me. More male bashing. Now, they attempt to raise the self-esteem of girls, but instead what they do is they male bash. Once again, making American boys feel guilty for wanting to be masculine, feel guilty for wanting to be boys, because now boys are the root of all evil for saying, run like a girl, and insulting a girl by saying, run like a girl, or fight like a girl, or throw a ball like a girl. Here's the kicker. Would you have in a million years, I I didn't even know what the hell the ad was for until I had to take my TiVo and go back and look at it again. It was for always feminine products, always maxi pads, mini pads, and tampons. What the hell that had to do with always tampons or maxi pads is beyond me. But to me, that ad was nothing more than blatant male bashing. And I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. Every American boy, every American man should be fed up and say enough. This is nothing more in this ad than continuing the male bashing that has gone on since the feminist movement came around 45 years ago. Let's make men feel guilty for being masculine. The root of all women's problems are men. Men need to take their head and put it between their tail and become more feminine exactly what women want that's what the feminists want there's no question about it and i am tired of hearing about the glass ceiling and that we have to give girls opportunity and empower them excuse me but the majority of college graduates are women the majority of postdoctoral degrees are women women can serve in the house the senate the cabinet 
the chairman of the board and CEO's office of major companies. They can be whatever they want to be today. Enough of the bashing of men and boys. And this is why we have seen an increase in the number of shootings, in the number of boys going back and and trying to blow up their school or, or killing others. Why? Because when boys would play cops and robbers as kids and we had our cap guns, we got out all our, our energy. We got all our aggression. That's what boys do. But by penting it up and keeping it tightly wound and in a very tight casing, what happens is all of a sudden there will be an explosion. And when that explosion takes place, boom. We saw it in Columbine, we saw it in Connecticut, and we see it at other places. It's not about the guns. It's about the fact that we now almost criminalize kids for wanting to be boys, playing cops and robbers. Having Didn't we all have cap guns growing up? We used to shoot the caps. It was great. Did we go out and kill anybody? No. Why? Because we did what boys do. We roughhouse, we played cops and robbers, and we acted like boys. And by the way, we weren't always told that you're a winner even if you lost. Oh, don't worry. You're always going to win. Everything's going to be perfect. No, we learned about losing. We learned at a young age about how to accept defeat. Not necessarily accept it, but how to deal with it. Today, everyone's a winner. Everyone's a genius. Everyone's special. And what have we created over 45 years, which is a th- this ad run like a girl is a microcosm. Male bashing, which has created huge problems. Problems that this alpha male in chief is trying to rectify. 45 years of problems, lieutenants. I and the rest of you as alpha males must address, deal with, and change. And so when I see these ads, I'm going to call them out. And for Procter and & Gamble and always to run this corny ad, Run Like a Girl, they were the schmucks because they spent $4 million on an ad that will not sell one more tampon or one more maxi pad. But I can tell you what I'd like to do. I'd like to stick one of those tampons up one of the marketing executives and the creative director that came up with that stupid Run Like a Girl ad. You need to add some alpha to your Facebook news feed. By following The General, you'll get the latest intel in the world of cigars, info on the show each week, and see what The General is smoking. Click like at Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. 
The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit royalgoldcigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. From pleasure, command, and control, it's the General Cigar Dave. Just following up to the Run Like a Girl ad, it has been pointed out to me that Bruce Jenner could be a very would be the perfect person to do the Super Bowl ad next year because I believe he's well on the way to running like a girl. That is just weird. Here's a guy that wins all these Olympic medals. That guy's on a Wheaties box. He is screaming male testosterone, and it turns out he is going the estrogen route. And I here's what I think. I think there is a scientific explanation. If you were to live with the Kardashian girls too, it would seriously affect your mental stability. 
There is no question about it. I think being surrounded by all that estrogen and their kookiness definitely had an effect. And I think he's going to be on an interview this week with Diane Sawyer or somebody. But that is very odd. Just very, very... I wonder what his new name is going to be. Is it going to be like Beatrice? Or is it going to be Bertha? Or is it going to be... Benita, is it going to be, I don't know, give me some B names. I don't know. Whatever the names are, we'll have to see what happens with how he changes his name. Just kind of weird. Here's the guy that represents the U.S. gold medals back in, I think it was the 70, was it the 72 Olympics? Not 72, 76 Olympics? I think 76. And now all of a sudden, he's becoming a dame. Weird. All right, lieutenants, we do have some other news that we need to get to. Warning, warning, threat con pleasure, activate appropriate countermeasures. All right, breaking news that happened Thursday morning. You received a uh, not only a message on Facebook, but Twitter as well, informing you that FDA Commissioner Margaret Hamburg announced that she was resigning effective the end of March after serving as the enemy of pleasure in chief at the FDA for six years. And she was appointed by by Obama back in 2009. Stephen Ostroff, the FDA's chief scientist, will be acting commissioner when Hamburg leaves the agency the end of March. Now, she did write a letter to her colleagues about a four-page letter, and in it, she said, we made significant progress in implementing both the letter and spirit of the Family Smoking Prevention and Tobacco Control Act. Our tobacco compliance and enforcement program has entered into agreements with numerous state and local authorities to enforce the ban on the sale of tobacco products to children and teens. Excuse me, but it has been illegal to sell tobacco products to youths younger than 18 and in some municipalities 19 for like the last 50 years. Where the hell has she been? That's an accomplishment? That's been going on for 40, 50 years. Then she says that we propose the extremely important foundational deeming rule. Well, what is the deeming rule? You've heard me talk about it many times. That is the rule in which the Family Smoking Prevention and Tobacco Control Act can be used to then oversee and regulate cigars, which to me is a total waste of of time. They can't even protect the food supply. Don't they have more important things like testing new medicines and new medical devices, protecting our food supply, than to come after those of us who are intelligent, educated, successful alpha males who want to enjoy a cigar in moderation, who have a brain? We don't need the nanny state to tell us what to do. And later on in the show, I will read to you some excerpts from a great op-ed column that was in yesterday's Barron's magazine or Barron's newspaper about cigars and about the nanny state. However, when we come back, we will give the royal salute to Margaret Hamburg and the rest of the enemies of pleasure by conducting the national cigar and libation pleasure ceremony.
never miss a minute of the show when you download the Cigar Dave mobile app. For Apple, Android, and Kindle devices, you can listen to our 24-7 continuous stream of the latest show or download the recent podcasts to listen to anytime on your mobile device. Get the Cigar Dave mobile app in the App Store. Search Cigar Dave. difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple cap using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy, and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, I'm pulling out a very special cigar. This is from Padron, makers of outstanding cigars as they have done for 50 years. And last September, I was fortunate to be invited to their 50th anniversary celebration party. What a magnificent party it was. Great cigars, great food, great entertainment, great libations, and of course, great camaraderie, great friends. What an, uh, just a spectacular evening. And everybody received a nice goodie bag on the way out, including a nice box that contained a Padron 50 years, a Padron Family Reserve 50 year natural, and a Padron Family Reserve 50 years Maduro. However, I was able throughout the night to acquire many more of these fine cigars, which I thoroughly have enjoyed. I love the Maduro, but I have not smoked the natural as much because I'm a big Maduro fan. Anything coming out of Padron, I don't care if it's natural, Maduro, it's going to be great. So the Padron 50th, Family Reserve 50 years, I have in my hand right now a beautiful, this is truly a square press. It is not a rectangular press. This is a square press cigar. Looking at the bottom, it has just a beautiful square press. A little bit different pressing than the Padron 1964 and the Padron 
26. This is a magnificent cigar. It is smooth. It is complex. A lot of flavor. Natural. A little bit different flavor complexion than the Maduro, which I think the Maduro adds a little bit more spiciness. But it is still on the full-flavored side. Nicaraguan wrapper, filler, and binder has been aging for a long time. And it comes in a torpedo. It comes in a Toro. It comes in a Robusto. And I have pulled out the number 50 natural Robusto. Five by 54. Good luck trying to get these. These are in highly, highly limited supply. Many retailers have them back-ordered. $25 per cigar. You may say to yourself, well, 25 that's a lot for a Robusto. This is a magnificent cigar. It is well worth it. It is a celebratory cigar. It is a special cigar. It is the kind of cigar that you will buy and you will savor every single puff. Guaranteed. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Have myself sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready to go on my Padron Family Reserve 50 Years Natural. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, when I was in the Western New York Theater of Operations uh, last summer, I actually picked up a couple of... Actually, last November, my mistake. Right around Thanksgiving, I picked up at one of the local supermarkets a culinary torch. I actually picked up two of them. Looks like a big torch, nice big handle, nice grip. Normally they were, I think, $36.95. They had them on sale for, I think, $7.92. Some weird number. I bought two of them. I actually bought every one they had left. That was two. I figured for that kind of price, and this has a huge, listen to that, has a huge flame. You can adjust the fuel air ratio to tighten the flame i've got it set just at the perfect combination of air to fuel nice wide flame nice heat that's what i will use today my seven dollar and 92 cent culinary torch and you've seen these as pastry chefs use these for creme brulee and other chefs use it for different desserts and uh flambés that kind of thing very very Nice way to light your cigar, especially in outside windy conditions. Cigar Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Okay, here comes the cut. Oh, beautiful cut. All I need is one snip of the double-edged self-sharpening stainless steel guillotine to do the trick. I almost don't want to, I just want to hold this cigar. I want to fondle this cigar. I want to caress this cigar. I want to worship this cigar. I want to admire this cigar. I almost don't want to smoke this cigar. It's such a masterpiece. However, we will absolutely smoke this cigar without any question. Let me toast the foot of this beautiful cigar. Oh, I've got about a three or four inch flame from this culinary torch. And again, I am allowing heat to cause combustion. Gently igniting the wrapper first, toasting the wrapper before I even get to the filler. Now, the wrapper is going to burn ahead of the binder and filler. That's what we want. Now I will toast the filler in the binder leaves. Just listen to that. Listen to that butane just scream out and caress the foot of this Padron Family Reserve 50 Years Natural. I will now puff and rotate. Great draw. Oh, Notes of cedar right off the bat. Mm. Little sweet note. Mm. 
where it's got a little coffee note. I will blow on the foot of the cigar. Nice even amber glow. I will blow out once. And now I will sit back and enjoy. But I will need an accompaniment, a libationary accompaniment to this beautiful Padron Family Reserve 50 years. Scotch, bourbon, and beer commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Well, I need a libation that will go nicely. And I've been going heavy on the whiskeys, the bourbons, and some of the other distilled spirits. And I thought I decided I would change it up just a little bit. So I pulled out a bottle right here from Command Center Alpha Humidor 1A from the bar. I had a couple of bottles left of the Spaten Premium Lager from München that we enjoyed during Cigar Oktoberfest tasting maneuvers. So I have pulled that out. It is uh, made at the Spaten Franziskaner Brau Brewery in München, Bavaria. And it is owned by the Spaten Lowenbrau Group. Remember Lowenbrau? Lowenbrau used to be big. What was their slogan? Lowenbrau. When uh, times are special, it's time for Lowenbrau. Something like that. I'll have to look that up. But I remember used to seeing ads all over the place for Lowenbrau. Have not really seen them that much. But they trace their roots back to 1397. Not 1397, but as Colonel Ange would say, 1397. This was the first time that Spaten was made. This is a lager. It is a very pleasant beer. It's not going to knock your socks off. It is a classic German premium lager. Now, people think lager, German beer, super full, super rich. Not the case. 5.2% alcohol by volume. It is a contains an IBU rating, international bitterness units of 21. So it's not overly bitter. Whole bottle, 160 calories. Not bad at all. So I will break open my Spaten Premium German Lager. There it goes. And I will put it in my Bierstein. Oh, nice, beautiful, yellowish, golden, almost looks like apple juice. Very nice. Nice foamy head. Oh, beautiful. Just nice, pleasant aroma on the nose. Hmm, very sweet. I will say cheers. That was not good. Boy, that sounds a little lame. I think I overfilled my glass. Let me try that one more time here. Nope. Don't get that nice ting that I like to get. However, I will say cheers. Hmm. Perfect accompaniment to my Padron Family Reserve 50. So now let me take a puff of my Padron. Mm. Pleasant. Let me now take a little sip of my Spaten German Lager. I believe. No, I factually know that I have just created the perfect pairing. Because the beer does not overpower the Padron 50-year natural. The Padron 50-year natural does not overpower the beer. So we have perfect harmony. That's exactly what we want. We want a cigar that pairs beautifully with your libation. So I am pleased to tell you, lieutenants, that I have successfully paired 
my Padron Family Reserve 50, along with my Spaten Premium Lager, and we are ready to continue. Now, when we come back, lieutenants, I do need to mention, i got to get into the Brian Williams thing. Absolutely must mention about Brian Williams, his, as Roger Clemens said, his misremembering. Not a word, but nonetheless, it was uh, it stood out the way Roger Clemens said, excuse me, but I misremembered. Clearly, Roger Clemens, not a Rhodes Scholar. And clearly, Brian Williams, not a teller of truth. But when we come back, we will get to that. And also, a little bit later on, lieutenants, I will, those of you, we're getting up, to, we're not far away from golf season. I know those of you in the Western New York Theater of Operations, in New England, in the Mid-Atlantic, in the Upper Midwest, are thinking, are you nuts? We are in the middle of winter. It is cold. There's a parade of, of snowstorms coming that's going to belt the Midwest and Northeast again this week. We're not that far away from golf when you think about it. You know, we're really about uh, six weeks away, maybe March, late March, early April. And there, we found a YouTube video that is just inc- just perfect in terms of tech using technology, harnessing technology for cigar connoisseurs on the golf course. So we will get to that. Also, I want to tell you about uh, Larry Wilmore. He is the new host of the nightly show on Comedy Central. He took Stephen Colbert's place after Stephen Colbert left to begin hosting The Late Show in September on CBS. Well, Larry Wilmore had to apologize. The language police, the thought police, the the PC police were after him. And when I play what he said, and as well as give you some other background, you will absolutely be floored as to why this man even had to apologize. But once again, lieutenants... We are living in the 21st century, home of the nanny zealots, home of the, the, the thought police, home of the political correctness police, home of the meat police. You name it, they're after us. But I say this, I will enjoy my cigar, I will enjoy my libation, I will enjoy my dead animal products, I will enjoy my harem, and if the enemies of pleasure don't like it, too effing bad. Get the latest cigars, hand-picked by the General, each month, delivered straight to your door. When you join the Cigar Dave Officers Club, for just $22.95 a month, you'll receive three premium cigars in a customized Ziploc Cigar Dave pouch. To join, go to CigarDave.com. If you love modern, full-bodied cigars, you must try the new Nicaraguan Puro from Romeo e Julieta. It's called RYJ, and it has critics raving. What makes it so special? Nicaraguan magic. Nicaragua is a mystical land with a magical climate for cultivating tobacco. The tropical sun filtered by billowy clouds, the soft rain, the diverse soils, all combine to produce tobaccos unmatched for strength and flavor. Handmade by skilled artisans, RYJ features a rare Nicaraguan Corojo Jalapa wrapper, available only to the makers of RYJ, a unique double binder of Nicaraguan Jalapa and Esteli tobaccos, and a savory blend of select Nicaraguan fillers and body and complexity, spicy and intense. These leaves are unequaled for both deep, rich flavor and subtle nuances. Taste the magic today with RYJ, the bold new Nicaraguan Puro by Romeo e Julieta. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I am loving Defending your rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure. It's the General Cigar Dave. All right, I have to talk about Brian Williams. Absolutely must talk about Brian Williams and his misremembering. I just, when I heard Roger Clemens say that, I misremembered. Just an absolute classic for the ages. From NBC News World Headquarters in New York, this is NBC Nightly News with Brian Williams. Good evening. We begin tonight's Nightly News by saying that I am an absolute fraud. Let's go now to the field and see what the reporters have to say about that. Actually, I like the guy better, the original guy before Michael Douglas. He just doesn't have that gravitas, that voice. The old guy was like... From NBC News headquarters in New York, it's NBC Nightly News with Brian Williams. Michael Douglas just doesn't have that gravitas. But back to Brian Williams. Apparently, he embellished a little bit about his helicopter being subject to an RPG, a rocket-propelled grenade attack. Excuse me. But if your helicopter was truly hit by an RPG, you would not forget that. You would be absolutely crystal clear as to the events of what happened. That's not something that you say, I was a little hazy, it was 12 years ago. As the story kept growing on and on and on, it, it just took a life of its own. But I think we do need to give Brian Williams a little bit of a break. Because I remember when I was on Apollo 13... You'll recall that famous Apollo mission where the phrase, Houston, we have a problem. I'll never forget the time I was on Apollo 13. And it was a little dicey there, but we were able to bring the ship back and splash down in the Pacific. And I certainly remember being front and center at the Battle of the Bulge with the great General George S. Patton standing side by side with him. Being there right in the middle of that strategic battle during World War II. Now, really. There is absolutely no way in hell that somebody would not remember exactly what truly happened. And how dumb of Brian Williams can he be 
to not think that all those other members of the military and armed forces that were right there when it all took place would not raise their hand and say, uh, excuse me, Mr. Anchorman, I think you made a serious mistake. That did not happen. And now NBC is going back and look, looking at his reporting from Hurricane Katrina. And I love it when he said he saw dead bodies float by in the French Quarter right around Hurricane Katrina. They floated by the street outside of his hotel. What was his hotel that he stayed at during Hurricane Katrina? Was he at a Motel 6? Was he at a Holiday Inn Express? Was he at a Best Western? No. He was at a five-star Ritz-Carlton. And I certainly, in no way, shape, or form, am I ridiculing the fact that he stayed at a Ritz-Carlton. Hell, that's exactly where I would stay. I enjoy the good life. I enjoy the four or five stars. I don't want to stay at a Motel 6. I want to stay at the Ritz-Carlton or a Four Seasons. However, let's make it very clear. There was no flooding in the French Quarter. There were no dead bodies going by in the French Quarter. There were not people that were attacking and gangs on the street in the French Quarter. There were in other parts of New Orleans. But again, he embellished and embellished big. And how he has the he no longer has the the gravitas to sit in that chair with and act with authority and with truth. He has lost his credibility. And it's like Dr. Nancy Snyderman, the medical correspondent for NBC News, who was sent over to Africa to when the Ebola story was breaking out, goes over to to Africa, and when she returned. She was asked, she and her crew were asked to voluntarily, well, not voluntarily, it was pretty much a mandatory home quarantine for three weeks to make sure it couldn't spread to anyone. Now, she's a medical professional. She knows exactly why a quarantine was necessary when she came back to monitor for symptoms of Ebola. Yet, what is she caught doing? A medical professional, someone on the air, on NBC Nightly News, She's actually caught in her car going to pick up food, takeout with one of the members of her crew. And NBC welcomes her right back, no suspension. I would have gotten rid of her because her credibility was shot, was gone. Same thing with Brian Williams. It's gone. And this is just another example of how the mainstream media has lost credibility. They do not report accurately. They do not report fairly. They absolutely blatantly censor what gets on the news. And they certainly have an agenda. They actually have a, there's no surprise that they have a pro-Obama agenda. That's, there's nothing shocking about that, whether it's NBC, CBS, or ABC. But the fact is, the viewership of the network newscasts are down, what, 40 50%, maybe more over 10 years ago. Why? People's habits have changed. Now we've got the internet. People can get their own information. But more importantly than that, people don't trust the network newscast. They don't trust the news organizations, and they don't trust the anchors. And for Brian Williams, who's making $10 million a year, to sit in that chair and not face any sort of recrimination or any sort of of suspension or firing, I would fire him without any question because he blatantly lied and made the story up. Now, there's a difference if you say, well, 
you know, I was in our helicopter, uh, our group of helicopters were subject to fire. Uh, The one ahead of us uh, had an RPG. I thought maybe ours, you know, was going to get hit or whatever. Okay, I get that. But when you blatantly lie and you know that you're lying, don't give me this BS that over 12 years, the story just, I, 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 I lost the correct memory of what really happened. That is a load of nonsense. And I thought it was interesting. I was reading yesterday in one of the newspapers that Brian Williams came out with a statement and initially wanted to cast the blame on all of NBC News, saying we made a mistake. And it was edited to said to say, I made a mistake, meaning Brian Williams when he read it. He wanted everybody else to take the fall. No way. He should go. He is an absolute phony now. Can you believe anything he says? Not a damn thing. However, there is one person on the planet you can believe. When I tell it, it is factual. Without any question. You cannot in any way, shape, or form doubt that I was on Apollo 13. You cannot doubt that I was with John Glenn on his Gemini mission for the first circling of the Earth. You cannot doubt that, right, Daily Plaza, right, when John Kennedy was shot. I was the one taking the movies, not Lisa Pruder. He took all the credit. Lieutenants, hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show is next. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, talking about Brian Williams, there are a couple of other events that I I attended that I wanted to share with you. Back in 1776, July 4, 1776, in Philadelphia, the signing of the Declaration of Independence. If you look closely, you will see my name, Cigar Dave. My signature, a party to the Declaration of Independence. I was... When Abraham Lincoln was whacked, Ford's Theater, yeah, I was there. And in World War II, when the Enola Gay dropped the big one, dropped the atom bomb on Hiroshima Nagasaki, I was on board. Not only was I on board the Enola Gay, who the hell do you think pushed the button? Yours truly. Again, my memory is a little bit cloudy of some of these events, but I really believe that I was there at all of them just like... Brian Williams. I just can't. The, the bash, the Brian William bashing just cannot stop. It's just too entertaining. I love what they had on the New York Post. They called him Lion Brian. And now I see a headline on Drudge that Katie Couric is circling 
like a shark waiting to get back to NBC and sit in the big anchor chair. She was the worst anchor ever, ever. How CBS could hire her for $14 million. One thing, football personnel executives, football head coaches, and network television executives, all not very bright people. We'll just leave it at that. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show. 877-DAVE-007-877-3283007. Email address CigarDave at CigarDave.com. Don't forget to check out the website CigarDave.com. America's Alpha Male from Command Center Alpha, front and center. Now, before I get to a couple of other uh, non-cigar-related items, I do want to spend a couple of moments on some cigar-related items. First of all, one of my favorite cigars that was launched about well, three years ago or so at the Cigar Retailers Convention came from Gurkha. It was the Gurkha Royal Challenge. A beautiful cigar made in Nicaragua at American Caribbean Tobacco. A beautiful stick, mild, medium in flavor, very smooth. One of those cigars that if you are someone who enjoys an occasional cigar or you want a cigar that everyone can enjoy, the Gurkha Royal Challenge would absolutely fit the bill. Not only does it come packaged exceptionally beautifully in a very, very uh, a nice, striking black leather box that's got these buckles that have like a platinum finish. Not like, they do have a platinum finish. It is a magnificent-looking cigar, magnificent-looking band. The original Gurkha Royal Challenge came out in a Connecticut seed version, an Ecuadorian Connecticut seed. So it was on the mild side with Honduran Habano binder, filler from Nicaragua and the Dominican Republic. Well, last summer, as you know, on one of these Cigar Dave exclusive live telecast and televised uh, broadcasts from the Cigar Retailers Convention in Las Vegas, we had people on from Gurkha, and they mentioned the new Gurkha Royal Challenge Maduro, a beautiful, dark Maduro wrapper. But instead of a Connecticut-Ecuadorian wrapper, they substituted a Connecticut broadleaf Maduro wrapper with the same binder and filler. Magnificent. I've had this cigar. We had it last summer. It is now being released. You will now see it. It took them longer to get to market than they thought. Initially, they thought they'd have it in stores by October, November. It's taken about two, three months longer than what they anticipated. But a beautiful cigar, five different sizes, a Robusto, five inches in length with a 50 ring gauge or 50 64ths of an inch in diameter, a 6 by 50 Toro, a 6.5 by 53 Torpedo, a 7.5, correction, 7 by 52 Churchill, and their XO, which is their magnum size, 6 by 60. Suggested retail is going to be between about $8.5 and $11 for the Gurkha Royal Challenge Dark Maduro. A beautiful stick. If you see one, Give it a try. I think you'll enjoy it. It has a lot of sweetness to it. It's not an overpowering cigar because that Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper, even though it's a dark wrapper, do not let the dark wrapper deceive you. It is not going to be strong. It's not going to be harsh. The Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper is an extremely tasty, sweet wrapper. So give the Gurkha Royal Challenge Dark Maduro a try. In fact, I need to talk to Kaizad Hansosha. The CEO of Gurkha, man behind Gurkha, and get a few of those on here because I want to uh, smoke that on one of the upcoming Litation ceremonies. Also, another cigar that was launched uh, just about a year and a half or so ago, great cigar, the RYJ by Romeo y Julieta, 
from Altatus USA. They've just expanded the RYJ line. It's a fuller-flavored cigar. Very, very pleasant Nicaraguan Puro, meaning Nicaraguan wrapper, filler, and binder. They have just come out with a new size to add to their existing sizes. They've got an existing Toro, a Pyramid, and a Bully Grand, which is a Toro size, 6x54. They've just come out with the RYJ Corona. I am a big fan of the Corona size cigars. And a Corona size cigar is about five and a half by uh, anywhere between about a 42 ring gauge. It's just a nice, pleasant size cigar. It's not like a Magnum, a 6x60, real super big. It's just one of those cigars that if you're reading the paper on a Saturday or Sunday, you want to have your morning coffee. It is a very pleasant cigar. And in fact, most of these cigar manufacturers, when they're coming up with their initial blends, they will use a Corona size because a Corona size gives them the best indication of what the overall taste profile of the cigar will be. Because remember, you have limited amounts of space to put the filler leaves. When you have a Toro, which is a 54 or 56 ring gauge, or a 52 ring gauge, or even a 60 ring gauge, you now can have more different filler leaves, and you can have a little bit more complexity. But that Corona is a nice judging cigars to what the blend will taste like. So very, very nice. I did receive an email from Lieutenant Michael, member of the Officers Club, and he said, General, I just received the January Officers Club selection. So this email was uh, from uh, just about uh, 10 days or so ago. The January 2015 selection that uh, we sent out is the Kentucky Fire Cured by Drew Estate. And it's got a very unique taste profile. Very unique aroma, very unique taste profile, and it has to do with the fire curing of some of the leaves that are in the Kentucky Fire Cured Cigar. Jonathan Drew, the man behind Drew Estate, a number of years ago was in the Dominican Republic. He was looking at various farms and looking at uh, inventory of various tobaccos, and he came across a bunch, about probably four or five peons or bales of Kentucky fire cured, Kentucky and Tennessee fire cured tobaccos. And he smelled it. He thought it was just phenomenal. And a fire curing has been used for over 200 years uh, as a curing process here in the United States for Kentucky, for Virginia, for Tennessee tobaccos. And it gives it a very rich, smoky, and slightly sweet flavor. So Jonathan worked for about three years on the blend and finally came up with the Kentucky Fire Cured by Drew Estate, part of their Muat line, which is the Mayuzi Weighs a Ton uh, subculture brand. So we featured that for January. It's a very unique cigar, unique taste. Everybody that's received it so far has gone gangbusters over it. And I, I said right in the informational insert, this will be a taste that you probably will find very unique, sultry, and unforgettable. And it certainly is. So Lieutenant Mike received this, and he said, smoking it reminds me of sitting by the campfire. My question, however, is where to keep them in the humidor? They have a distinct aroma, so I want them to be in the right place in my three-drawer humidor. The top drawer is for mild and medium cigars. The middle drawer is medium and some on the fuller side. Then the bottom drawer, where he has his cigar oasis, he says, has all of his full-bodied sticks. Where would you place the Kentucky Fire Cured? I think you would be okay to put them on the fuller-bodied drawer. 
Now, the Kentucky Fire Cured Cigar is not like the Acid. The Acid is an infused cigar with herbs, botanicals, other types of of uh, unique flavoring characteristics or scent characteristics. It's This is very different. I would never put an acid into a regular humidor because that pungent aroma, that unique aroma, will infiltrate the other cigars. The Kentucky Fire Cured Cigar does not use any sort of herbs or botanicals to flavor the cigar. There's no outside forces in that cigar with the exception of natural aging and some of the leaves in the in the in the filler are fire cured. They're Kentucky and Virginia fire cured leaves. Now does it have a unique aroma on the uh, on the on the nose? Yes. However, I don't believe that it's significant enough that you would have an issue placing that in your humidor. If you however want to do err on the side of caution, what I suggest you do is take those Kentucky fire cured cigars Place them in a Ziploc pouch and just leave a little bit of an opening on the Ziploc pouch. In fact, you could stick your Cigar Dave Officers Club pouch that all of our Officers Club selections come in. Leave that open just maybe about an inch, inch and a half. That's it. Just enough for the humidity to get into the pouch. And I think that will protect your other cigars if you are worried. I don't think it's a major issue, but some people are very finicky and very selective on what they want they're, if they want any other aromas or any other other wrappers coming in contact with their other cigars. So if that's the case, Lieutenant Michael, just take your Cigar Dave Officers Club pouch, keep the cigars in the pouch, just unzip it about an inch, inch and a half, enough to allow the humidity to enter into the pouch, and you will be good. Lieutenants, when we come back, I'm going to tell you about an just imaginative, great way to use a drone on the golf course. The General is now on Instagram. Follow him for pictures of the latest cigars, libations, and what he's enjoying during the show. (laughs) That could be interesting, and we'll have to block out some faces. Go to Instagram and search Cigar Dave. The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo. Inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers. Celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities. Blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros. Crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo. A cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. 
$22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. If you're a beginner, or if you just enjoy a great mild cigar like I do in the morning, I suggest you try the Vintage 99. This seven-year-old Connecticut wrapper delivers a creamy, mild, smooth flavor. It's very, very balanced on your palate, and it absolutely is delightful. Tons of flavor, a perfect draw, and an incredible ash. This cigar is smooth, it will entice you to enjoying more and more of the Vintage 99s. It's just a nice, great, balanced, smooth cigar. Look for it, the oldest Connecticut shape in the market today. I'm Rocky Patel, and I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. Dave Show, your passport to unabashed pleasure. Ah, as we listen to the Gypsy Kings just for a little bit, tell you what, we'll listen to the Gypsy Kings. I'll take a puff of my uh, Drone Family Reserve 50, a sip of my Spaten German Lager, and enjoy the Gypsy Kings. Lieutenant says I was mentioning, as you know, the big story probably everywhere you hear now is drones. Drones buzz the White House, drones to check real estate, drones everywhere. Well, I don't know how I came up with this, but I was uh, surfing the net as I usually do, and I came across a YouTube video with the title, Golf Course Offers Drone Cigar Delivery Right to Your Hole. And I am watching this video right now. It goes for about 45 seconds. And I'm looking at a drone. There is, you can see the cigar in this almost looks like a little wired type of contraption here, a circular wire where the cigar, a cylindrical wiring where the, the cigar goes in. There's five, let's see, one, two, three, four, five guys that are on the green putting. And here comes the drone right above this gentleman's head. He pulls the cigar right out and bam. Now, the question is do you have to tip the drone? Do you have to give the drone a gratuity? 
This is brilliance. And now I'm seeing the drone fly away as one of the gentlemen gets to enjoy his cigar. Actually, a pretty cool view. And now you can buy these drones kind of all over the place. You put a GoPro camera on, and as long as you don't go very high, I think you're in pretty good shape. But what a magnificent that is brilliant. That is absolute genius. And we have just, uh, we're going to put that in CigarDave.com. We're also going to send that out via social media, Twitter and Facebook, so you can take a look at this. Absolutely brilliant. 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. Let's go up to Jeff in South Carolina. You are front and center. Back at you, Jeff. Yeah, I just wanted to call and say thank you. Uh, about a month or so ago, you guys had an awesome show, and you did the after-show uh, podcast. You were on fire that day. <laughs> but I, I yes. was lucky enough to get on, and uh, you sent me some Monte Cristo white cigars in the tube. Wonderful cigar, and what made it even better is I was able to enjoy them with my son. He's in the Navy. He's 24 before his shift went underway. And I just wanted to say thank you very much. Well, Jeff, the pleasure is mine, and I know that uh, I'm sure Altatus, which makes the Monte Cristo White, would be thrilled as well. That is a super special occasion cigar, very pleasant Connecticut Ecuadorian wrapper, mild to medium in complexion. I love the tubes. The tubes, just a very elegant way to transport your cigars and to hand out cigars as gifts. And I, I, I know that I, when I sent that out to you, I knew you would enjoy that cigar. And I will tell you, we were definitely on fire a month or so ago when we did that podcast. It was definitely an R-rated, no-holds-barred podcast. And every so often, I just can't help myself, Jeff. I just have to let loose. I get carried away with my own eloquence, as the great General George S. Patton would say. And when you want to give it to someone to make a memorable impression, he said you got to give it to them double dirty. And that's exactly what I did. And by the way, that podcast is still uh, on CigarDave.com. So you can, you can, for those of you that may not have heard that podcast... In fact, let me go over to CigarDave.com right now. I've got it on one of my tabs. I'm just trying to remember the date because it was about a month or so ago, uh, and I'll get that date here momentarily. But that was a quite the interesting podcast, and we're getting more. We did another one last week after the show because we ran out of time talking about super snacks for Super Bowl, and uh, we always have a good time doing them. But I said, I just wanted to call back and say thank you. I don't know how many people ever return the calls. You know, I'll let you know. But um, wonderful show, loved the show, and, you know, the cigars were great, and it, and it really did. It was a special cigar for a good occasion, and it's much appreciated, sir. Jeff, I appreciate the call. Glad you're enjoying those Monte Cristo Whites. Now, Lieutenants, Jeff refers to the December 20th, 2014 post-show podcast, and I had voice talent Ed and the Portuguese Princess, and we are going to tweet out the link to that right now and put it on Facebook in case you did not have the distinct pleasure of listening to it. It is not suitable for work. It is rated R to the max, so just be forewarned. And uh, the the subject of the podcast was Obama's decision to normalize relations with Cuba. And, of course, I also went after the enemies of pleasure in that podcast as well. Uh, it goes about 40 minutes. It's uninterrupted. I think you will find it to be quite enjoyable. And when I get started, lieutenants, I just simply cannot stop. I, I, I have to tell it like it is. Now, somebody that told it like it was or was having a little bit of fun, Larry Wilmore. He is the re, kind of replaced Stephen Colbert. I, not really replaced, but he kind of did. They're calling the show a little bit different name. And we come back, I want to play an audio bite. Again, the Comedy Central, it's all about comedy. 
pretty much comedy. Larry Wilmore is black. He is the host of The Nightly Show, and he said something about black women. Again, all in fun. Nothing overly racist, nothing that was mean-spirited, but he got called out on the carpet, and he had to apologize. When we come back, we will play that audio cut. I will give you my two cents. 877-DAVE-007. If you care to join us, cigars, spirits, diversions, dice, dames, all alpha male good life, enemies of pleasure, not welcome. Check out the all-new CigarDave.com. Get info on the cigars and libations the general enjoys during the show. Get recipes from the pooch pit and drink cocktails, too. You can listen to the show on our 24-7 stream or download the latest podcast to listen to anytime. Get it all at CigarDave.com. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up the Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And the Banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog, dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. Alpha Male with Nads of Steel, the General Cigar Dave. This week on the Nightly Show, by uh, hosted by Larry Wilmore, he took over for Stephen Colbert on the Comedy Central show that follows the uh, show was the Daily Show with John Stewart. And Larry Wilmore, a comedian, uh, been on. I think he was on with Colbert, if I'm not mistaken, on on that show. Yeah, they, maybe he was on The Daily Show. Okay, so they moved him over. He is a black comedian, and he was talking about, on one of the shows, black fatherhood. You have to remember that this is The Nightly Show. It's comedy-based. It's on the Comedy Central Network. It's supposed to be funny. Things done in jest. Well, he's talking about black fatherhood. 
And why don't I play the clip for you? Because he ended up making a comment about black women in jest, nothing that was racial, nothing that was overly mean-spirited. It was a passing joke, a quip. But once again, even on Comedy Central, the PC police and the language police and the thought police and now the comedy police are after him. Before we start, I just have to address a little something up top. Um, Last night we did our Black Fatherhood show. Um, I had a great time. The show was really powerful. But during the Keep It 100, I made a joke that uh, may have rubbed a couple of people the wrong way. We'll play it. We brought up the question of, of, of marriage and how a lot of people just aren't married anymore. Is it because black women are too bossy? On a scale of one to ten, how bossy are black women? Give me a number. Better not be under five. (laughs) Like I said. (laughs) It was a joke. (laughs) But I get it. Some people thought we were picking on black women. We were not black women. (laughs) You guys know I love you. I was raised by a single black mother, right? You know, it's all right here. But... I'm sorry, okay, I'm sorry. I, did, I didn't want to do any, um, all right, okay, I'm fumbling. It's okay, you know how I feel. But to be fair, here's what we're going to do. We're doing a special show at the end of the month just for black moms, okay? That's for you. Now, please, why in the world does he need to apologize? Sorry for what? They were making a joke. It is pathetic. They're going to do a special show on, on, on black women or black mothers? Come on. This is the problem. Even on Comedy Central, a network devoted to comedy, to laughter, to poking fun at people, everybody is way the hell too sensitive. And if I was him, I would have said, I'm sorry. I'm not going to apologize. Here's a black man raised by a black single mother making a funny joke. It was funny. You could say the same for Jewish mothers. You could say the same for Italian mothers. You could say the same for Polish mothers. You could say the same, pick any any race, any religion, you name it. Does that mean that you're being mean-spirited, that it, it warrants an apology? Hell no. Can you imagine Don Rickles? I mean, Don Rickles takes pokes fun at everybody, every religion, every ethnicity, every nationality. It's all done in fun. Now, can you imagine if Don Rickles were to be told, well, we need you to apologize for uh, making that joke. I mean, I remember there was a classic. There, If you flick on any of the networks, uh, I've got DirecTV, and and on one of the channels, they, they replay all these different, like the Dean Martin roasts. They've got the Dean Martin roasts. They've got uh, the Tonight Show highlights. They've got all these things that you can buy uh, on DVD, and you can play, and they're, they're hysterical. And there was one that Don Rickles, Don Rickles, Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis, Dean Martin were all good buddies. And I, it is hysterical. They were honoring Sammy Davis Jr. Okay, so Don Rickles does his thing. And at the uh, during the thing, at the end, he goes and kisses Sammy Davis Jr. on the lips. At which point, Rickles comes back and says, do I have any black on me? And everybody went crazy. Everybody laughed. Sammy Davis Jr.'s laughing. Now, do you think for one second that was racially oriented or that was mean-spirited? It was a joke. These are guys that have known each other. Everybody thought it's funny. But now we live in a time when even on Comedy Central, a network devoted to laughter, to comedy, to jokes, 
This new host has to apologize, and if you listen to him, he sounded extremely, extremely uncomfortable, almost nervous, almost like he didn't even want to be doing the apology, and he shouldn't have. If I was Larry Wilmore, I would have said, sorry, I am not going to apologize. Now, he can come back and say, we're getting some heat from people, and all I need to say to these people are, it was a joke. That's it. Laughter. Fun. Everybody is way the hell too serious today. You say good morning to somebody the wrong way, what did you mean by that? I'm offended. That's how pathetic it is now. I will never forget a very good friend of mine who worked for a major corporation who was uh, been in that corporation for many, many years. They had to do sensitivity training. And one of the things they were told is how you should even look at a female when you are talking to her. You almost shouldn't make eye contact because that could be construed to be a suggestive glance. Now, all I know is I was brought up, I'm sure many of you, when you are talking to someone, you look them in the eye. You don't look to the right. You don't look to the left. You don't look up. You don't look down. I'll tell you, there's a lot of people I know that do that, and I don't trust them. You can pick them out a mile. There is something wrong. And there's one person I will never forget. First time I met him, I said, I don't like this guy. This goes back 25 years probably. And I said, something is, I'm telling you, I don't like this. Don't trust this clown. And I was 100% right because he would never look you in the eye. He'd be looking down. He'd be looking up. He'd be looking to the side. He'd be looking to the back of his head, looking everywhere except directly at you. And to think that a company would actually tell someone, don't look directly in someone's eyes when you speak, because that could be considered to be a suggestive glance, tells you all you need to know. This country has gone absolutely berserk over this BS sexual harassment, over jokes where people are too sensitive. And the problem now is that, again, we talked about the feminization of America we also talk about the wussification of America. Everybody is too sensitive. Why? Because, again, when kids are young and they're playing t-ball or they're doing a project, they're all great. They're all perfect. You're wonderful. And if somebody does tell a joke or ridicules them or says something they deem offensive, all of a sudden they have to fly off the handle because they didn't learn how to deal with it when they were young. Are you seeing the point here, lieutenants? It all starts when kids are young. Do not coddle them. Do not tell them that they are great and superb at everything when they are not. Do not shame boys into not being boys, into wanting to turn them into little girls. Don't take away their cap guns. Don't take away playing hide-and-go-seek and cops and robbers and all the other things associated with being a boy. And now when you are a boy... How many times have you heard when when a teacher now or other people saying, well, they have too much energy or 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 they're they're too unfocused? It's called being a boy. Just like puppies have a lot of energies, so uh, have a lot of energy, so do kids. So do boys specifically. Let boys be boys. That is not what the feminist movement wants. That's not what the language police, the political correctness movement wants. They need to make boys begin to feel not worthy 
of being a boy or being of the male species. They want to start indoctrinating boys at a very young age on the evils of being a strong alpha male. Their plan is to indoctrinate them from the time they're little kids, and you see that in grade school now, where studies have shown that teachers are spending more time with girls than they are with boys in the classroom. How many comedies have you watched or movies where the man is portrayed to be the dumb lug in the family? Can't balance a checkbook, can't make a decision. You know, you look at Everybody Loves Raymond. Raymond's the perfect poster boy for a wussified beta male. But yet his wife makes all the decisions. She's the responsible one. And here comes Raymond. Hello, Deborah. I'm Raymond. I'm an oaf. I'm a moron. I'm a dumbass. That's exactly what they portray us. Not going to happen under my watch. And it should not happen under your watch. So for all these people that are so ultra-sensitive, buy yourself a set of batteries and deal with it. And give yourself a little bit of pleasure, especially you feminists, because that's exactly what you need because you are so uptight. Go get a massage and get a happy ending, please, for the sake of all of us alpha males. The General is always on Twitter, delivering breaking news, giving you the latest intel on cigars, and battling the enemies of pleasure. Chat with the General now at Cigar Dave Show. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone, from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. She's a brick. <laughs> what about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com.
most authority on cigars, spirits, diversions, and the good life. The General Cigar Dave. I don't know how many of you have gone to Costco or Sam's Club to purchase wine or spirits. I know I've been to Costco a couple of times, and actually they do sell a pretty good amount of fairly decent wine. They actually purchase their wine from many of the more reputable vintners, uh, but many people just have an aversion to serving something that has their their Kirkland Costco label on it. You can always put it into a decanter and, and, and serve it. Nobody will know the difference. Now, I've been to a Sam's Club also. They've got pretty good roasted chickens. The problem with these clubs is that if you want to buy like one bottle of ketchup, it's like a 10-pound drum full of ketchup. Not my thing. But this grabbed my attention. The Sam's Club in Freehold, New Jersey. Curly, New Jersey. A lot of uh, disposable income. Upscale area. Sam's Club, the membership-only store that is owned or club by Walmart, has on sale, the only Sam's Club in the country to have on sale, a bottle of Penfolds Block 42 Limited Edition Cabernet Sauvignon Ampoule, which was released in just 11 edition and only three bottles in the United States. The Freehold Sam's Club has one. It's been available for three months, and it has not moved yet. Why? Perhaps the $168,000 price tag. And when asked about selling a $168,000 bottle of wine, a spokesperson for Sam's Club said the ampoule has created buzz with members in the club asking about it, but there hasn't been a buyer yet. Currently, there are no plans to move it from the Freehold Club at this point. Now, Penfolds is one of the most well-known winemakers in Australia. It is known to be very expensive Cabernet Sauvignon, and the Penfolds Ampoule is made from the oldest continuously produced Cabernet Sauvignon vines and grapes in the world, which date back to the mid-1880s. However, Sam's Club is offering a special club, a special deal, special price on the wine. Normally $168,000. Yours for just $158,000 And, but wait, there's more. It includes a lifetime membership to Sam's Club to the lucky buyer. Quite honestly, I don't think I want a lifetime membership to Sam's Club. Because when I go to buy toothpaste or I want to go buy uh, uh, some product, I don't want to buy it by the the pallet full. You know, you go to buy toothpaste, there's 200 tubes in, in how they sell it. Same thing with if you just want to buy... As I said, whether it's ketchup or soda or whatever, you want to buy some tuna fish, you don't get like a six-pack or an eight-pack. You get like a 400-pack. Not my thing. But a $168,000 bottle of wine. Guess what? I don't see that moving anytime soon. Let us go to Bob in Georgia. You are front and center. Long asses, General. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. Back at you. I... uh... You know, it's been a long time ago. I was a cigarette smoker, gave that up, tried the pipe. It's probably been 20 years since I've, I've smoked tobacco. I, uh, But I've watched my brother-in-law enjoy it, but I don't really want his opinion. So I'm driving down the road. I just started listening to you recently, and I thought maybe you could help me uh, get started. How do I get started? What's what's the best way? Maybe there's a good book out there. I know I could search the Internet, but I like the information you give, and I thought I'd seek your advice today. Bob, the only place you need to turn 
is where you have turned. This general. You listen to the Cigar Dave Show every week. Not only will you learn about cigars, but you will learn about spirits. You will learn about alpha male diversions, including grilling and barbecue like we did last week with Super Snacks for Super Bowl. This is the one stop for alpha males. Now, if you want to be a nadless, wussified beta male, Bob, this is not the place. Nope, that's not me. That's not you. You want to live the alpha male lifestyle. Let me give you some suggestions. First of all... When you do, forget whatever cigar you do select, and I'll give you some recommendations. But the first thing I want to be very clear, you do not inhale a cigar. You want to take a puff of the cigar, maybe once a minute. You get it into your your mouth, on the palate, and then you let it out. You don't inhale, you don't swallow, you don't do any of that. That's not how cigars are enjoyed. Cigars are enjoyed for the taste, for the aroma, for the relaxation, not for the nicotine. So the first thing is, do not overpuff. Take your time. When you light a cigar, it's a it's a sensory experience. You can smell the cigar. You're touching the cigar. Pour yourself a nice libation. Prop your feet up. Have some good fellowship and camaraderie with your friends. That's what cigars are all about. Now, in terms of recommendations, I'm going to point you in the mild category, preferably with a Connecticut Shade or a Connecticut Ecuadorian wrapper. One of the cigars that I mentioned earlier on the show was the Gurkha Royal Challenge. Now, that's going to come out in a Maduro, but you want the original Gurkha Royal Challenge in a Connecticut Ecuadorian wrapper. It's a light tan wrapper. That's what you want. We talked about the Monte Cristo White, the Monte Cristo White, the Monte Cristo Classic, the Romeo y Giulietta Reserva Real, all cigars I would highly recommend. The Rocky Patel Vintage Connecticut 99, the... Casa Torano, my Torano cigars, nice, mild-flavored cigar. I would also tell you Macanudo's a nice, mild-flavored cigar. Uh, From J.C. Newman, they've got the Diamond Crown and the Perla Del Mar, which tends to be on the mild to medium side, but still very pleasant. Another cigar that I recommend, the Casino Gold HRS, a high-roller selection. It's a beautiful cigar, mild in flavor, a lot of flavor, but just, just mild to medium and very balanced. Any of those cigars would be my recommendation. And here's what I'll do for you. I'll send you out some of the Casino Gold High Roller selections. You enjoy those. And then go out and pick some Romeo e Giulietta Reserva Reals. Go out and pick some Rocky Patel Vintage 99s. Pick up maybe a Diamond Crown or two. Uh, Go ahead and pick up the Gurkha Royal Challenge. Any of those cigars you cannot go wrong with. Super. Bob, stand by. We will get the Casino Gold HRSs out to you. And welcome to Thank being you, I appreciate it. an you, alpha male. This is the place you need to go. Again, feminists, beta males with no nads, not welcome here. All right, lieutenants, let me uh, just talk about last week's Super Snacks for Super Bowl. Uh, what a great time everybody had up at the Pooch Pit in the Western New York Theater of Operations. Once again, Colonel Ange outdid himself. We do have the recipes. We've got the pictures. You can listen to the show if you didn't uh, catch it, all at CigarDave.com. And I will tell you that Colonel Edge sent down to me some of uh, Grandma Ida's pastrami along with the Al Cohen's rye bread. And I have to report the pastrami has is gone. It has been consumed. And I'm, I, I'm down to my last four slices of Al Cohen's famous seeded rye bread. There is no better bread, rye bread, than Al Cohen's rye bread. Just delicious, fantastic. And also, the, all the delicacies I heard, I received the full report from Cigar Mother, Cigar Sister, said they had a magnificent time up at the Pooch Pit. The food was abundant and overwhelming. 
And as alpha males, that's exactly what we want. If we're going to have 30 people over, we want food for 80, just to be on the safe side. And I also did have the opportunity... Uh, Jay Buford Trotter of Buford Smokehouse up in Kennesaw. We had him on last week of Kennesaw, Georgia, a northern suburb of Atlanta. Probably listens on WGST. We had the opportunity to sample many of his. He sent out a whole brisket. It's like a 10-pound brisket. And I have to tell you, I sliced it, heated it up in the oven, mouth-watering. Absolutely delicious. And his ribs, off the charts. Baby backs. And he just used enough seasoning and, a, and enough sauce, not a lot, it wasn't slathered on, just enough to give it a little bit of sweetness with a little bit of spice. It was just balanced beautifully. So good. I saved the rack, and I'm shipping, it's now frozen, I'm shipping it up to Colonel Ange so he can put it in the pooch pit on one of the uh, smokers, warm it up, and he can sample uh, Jay Buford Trotter's Beautiful ribs from Buford's Smokehouse. So just a fantastic time, lieutenants, and that's really what it is all about. Very quickly, you'll remember, oh, probably last fall, I talked about a 95-year-old veteran, Joe Bell, who every year would uh, would get in his full World War II military uniform in San Jose, California, and he would cheer on a road race that runners would, a, a, a uh, an 8K race that runners would would run every year to benefit the Pat Tillman Foundation. 95 years old, well, unfortunately passed away uh, back uh, a few weeks ago. It was a picture, a story that went viral. Joe Bell, World War II veteran, age 95. I'm giving him a snappy salute right now. May he rest in peace, as well as all of our great World War II veterans. Cigar Dave, the general, saying, May your humidor always be full. May your cutter always be sharp. May your ash be extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Next Saturday, we'll be joined by Laura Korn, author of 101 Nights of Great Romance, 101 Nights of Great Sex, honorary member of my harem we'll be talking valentine's day let's face it valentine's day's next saturday you're gonna wait to the last minute i'm gonna help you